0: Welcome to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I'm your host, Jerry McCrary. It's day 194 of Corona Apocalypse 2020. And tonight we'll be discussing the fearsome, the fiendish, and the fantastical. This episode is sponsored by Move Like Hell Moving Company, helping you move out of your haunted house as quickly as possible. A little later, we'll be delving into the mysteries of cryptozoology. But first, some scary news.
1: Thank you, Jerry. This is Tara Card in the Scary Newsroom. In a scandal that has rocked Hogwarts and Wizarding Academies around the world, photos have emerged of a young Harry Potter dressed as a Death Eater during a Halloween party. Thousands of howlers were delivered to the Ministry of Magic, complaining that he was dressed in skull face. The head, or has since been placed on administrative leave until a full review is conducted. Potter issued a statement saying, I was young and stupid. It was insensitive. But in my defense, I was written that way. NBC has recently canceled their new cannibal game show, Who's Eating Who, before it even aired. After generating great word of mouth about its brainy pilot, the network had ordered 13 episodes for the fall. It was to include such challenges as bobbing for Adam's apples, $10,000 food pyramid, and can you stomach that stomach? TV censors found it to be in bad taste. However, the show may be revived by the Food Network, Sci-Fi, and Choot Hulu Plus. Nickelodeon has canceled a similar show, Clown Chowder, because it left a funny taste in your mouth. Now for a heartwarming story. As COVID patients overwhelm hospital ICUs, some cities are making do with whatever space they can find. In the small town of Laredo, Texas, the overflow of patients were moved to a local veterinary clinic and were pleasantly surprised. Ghost puppies swarmed the infected as they were being intubated and placed on ventilators. Those who recovered said, it was a delight, having dozens of phantom tongues licking your face as you struggled to breathe. It really lifted my spirits. St. Episcopal General Hospital issued a letter of gratitude to the Cruella DeVille Foundation for offering use of their space. This has been Tara Card with the scary news. Back to you, Jerry.
0: Wow, that's, you know, I'll tell you, it kind of makes me hungry thinking about those cannibals.
1: Why oh, Eve's I know. Eve's Those apple. Adam's apples sound lovely right now.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Why why aren't there Adam's oranges or maybe Eve's oranges? Shouldn't there be an Eve's apple?
1: Hmm. That uh, Maybe we should bring that up with somebody.
0: I think we should talk to our local clergyman and see if uh, he or she has any answers. So
1: I agree. All right. Well, we're going to move
0: on to our uh, main discussion here today. We're covering some cryptozoological issues, and we have three esteemed guests. Uh, Our first one is Skip Paddles. He's a transmigratory animal specialist. Skip, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on the show. We have a fellow that goes by the name of the Pangolin. Thank you, Jenny. (laughs) It's good to have you here. And Gene Irving, Irvine, Jean Irvine, Irvine Vine. Which is the? It's Irvine. Thank you. Irvine, yes, thank you. Oh, and uh, she's going to be uh, introducing us to some uh, lovely little creatures. Uh, she she does a little bit of uh, animal handling, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna have them here in the studio with
2: us. So you know, Jerry, I'm I'm just so excited to show you guys these animals. They're so loving and sweet, and I think you will love them just as much as I do.
3: Oh,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm positive. I've been looking forward to having these on all week. Uh, but we're, we're going to start with uh, Skip here. Uh, Skip, so <laughs> I've heard some rumors about some, uh, well, we know, maybe I should start this by saying, we know that humans started out as uh, aquatic creatures and then moved their way onto the land, or, or maybe not humans themselves, but our, our uh, evolutionary ancestors. Yes, uh, that's correct. So are we witnessing something like that happening now? Is that what you're saying? Uh,
4: it's, it is quite exciting. In uh, Northern Australia, we have evidence of sharks that are evolving to be able to walk on land. Sharks walking on land. Correct.
2: Oh, my goodness. That is so cool. Isn't that, like, fascinating, guys? Sharks yeah. walking on land.
0: We don't, you didn't bring any of these sharks, did you, Jean?
4: Well, they are... Um, in the process of evolving, and I felt it wouldn't be safe to bring one, but I did bring one anyway.
2: Uh, I'd love to see it, that'd be so wonderful.
4: It's currently in a tank in the waiting room.
2: Oh, oh I'll go take a look right now, thank you.
0: Very well. Okay, well, let's, uh, uh, well yeah, let's, I, let's all walk over there and just uh, take a quick look, a little peek at this, this uh, walking shark.
4: I've, I've had to restrain it uh, for our safety. Oh, that's it's it's splashing there.
2: Look at those fins. Let me let me try something really quickly. I'm just gonna um I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a look. Hang on just a second.
4: Uh, why, watch just your flip fingers. him over
2: here. So, and he scratch his little belly. Oh no, he's just so happy. Oh, he's such a happy little guy.
0: How do you how do you brush uh, a walking a walking shark's teeth, Mr. Pat?
4: Of w- however, it wants you to brush them.
0: Does it? Do you do a questionnaire? Is there some sort of? Mold? Well, sharks
4: have sharks have multiple layers of teeth. So, as one rots and falls out, the one in the back layer is pushed forward. So, is that a painful process? I mean, is this
0: why sharks are angry all the time because their teeth are uh, sharks to
4: rotting sharks up. sharks are a very misunderstood creature. Uh, they are not nearly as deadly and menacing as people tend to make them.
2: Yeah, they're like sea puppies. They're really, really cute. They just need to eat.
4: So what, what does this particular
0: shark eat, Mr. Paddles? Anything he wants. So what does he want to eat now? Did you, is this a... Uh...
4: Why, I have fed him several cans of tuna, as many people call the chicken of the sea. And uh, he should be pretty full at the moment.
0: Well, speaking of chickens, uh, we have uh, our second guest over here, uh, the pangolin, who, I, you know, I, your outfit looks a little bit like a chicken suit. I, you know, I don't mean that to be offensive, but
3: is it? Well, I do find that offensive, Jerry. These are scales, not feathers. The pangolin is the only mammal to have scales
0: interesting so those are okay those are scales and they are razor
3: sharp jerry as you can see by your chair <laughs>
0: uh, that's you know what you did you've ruined our chair but uh, we were actually you know as it turns out we were going to have them uh, reupholstered uh, next week uh we've decided since they're, the 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 economy's reopening that it's about time to just get this reupholstery done so so go go for it please carve them up we appreciate it um well, Mr. Pangolin, uh, can
3: I call you uh, Pango? No, you may not. I am THE Pangolin, capital THE. So my understanding is
0: that uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Pangolin, Mr. THE Pangolin, that uh, I, there's something going on between you and Batman.
3: Why, yes. Gotham's caped crusader is going to become my nemesis and I shall become his nemesis as, as well. You see, far too long has he toiled with these creatures like the Joker and Catwoman. Would I, the pangolin am his true enemy? We are so much alike. We are both nocturnal mammals. We both devour insects. And of course, both of us have been somehow very incorrectly tied to the coronavirus. Incorrectly, you say? How, how is it incorrectly? Well, I mean, there's only 78% match. I mean, you, human beings have something like 96% match of DNA to, to a chimpanzee. Well, like a 78% match. That's not proof. That's hardly proof at all. But if it was, I would take advantage of it because I am a super villain and coronavirus would be my master stroke. Ah, ha, ha,
0: ha. Well, so what, is, what does Batman think about you? Does he share his interest in having you as an arch villain?
3: Well, through the years, Batman has had many animal-themed villains. We've had, uh, well, there was King Shark and King Snake and then there was King Cobra, none of whom I might point out were actual royalty. And there was also, of course, Catwoman, who he has his little thing with. But do you know there was once a cat man who dressed up in a cat suit and also did burglaries? But because there was no love affair, they got kicked around. I tell you what, he will rue the day he ignores the pangolin. Well, have you considered
0: giving yourself uh, a royal uh, uh, title? Uh, Maybe
3: King Pangolin? Maybe Pango King? No, maybe Prince Pangolin. I like the sound of that. Alliterations work very well in this world. That's
0: right. Uh, like purple, purple COVID or something like that.
3: Purple, uh, COVID, yeah.
0: Purple. No? Uh, no. So, oh, all right. Well, let me let me just check in with our third guest here. Uh, so, Gene, you you had some comments that you had to say about the the walking shark, but I but I see that you've brought. Uh, you know, we might as well start looking at these while we're talking with all the guests. Uh, uh, you you brought a number of of uh, really interesting creatures here. Uh, can you yes. tell us about
2: the first one? Alrighty, so for our first one, I wanted to bring out our little Scottish Kelpie. She's super cute and she is my little water horse, so just be careful. Do not put her near any extra water or you will be drowned. She's super sweet and sometimes she'll touch you with her little seaweed hooves, but don't let her drag you into water, okay? She really, really likes to make sure that people live in her domain, but we don't live there. We live in the air. do little baby. Oh, she's so sweet. So I'll just hand her over to you. Uh, You can just just Take a look at her. Uh, remember, just don't touch her little seaweed hooves. You can pet her mane. She's very, very, very oh, attentive very, when you pet her
0: mane. Kind of that the mane is kind of bristly, seems to me. Yes,
2: yes, it's more like of a scale than a mane, but she's just a little water horse. She's my little water horse. Oh, this is
0: a cute little water horse. Now, now we've got our walking shark in the other room. Uh, is it mm-hmm. is this something how would they get along?
2: They would not get along at all because Kelpies don't like anyone infringing on their territory. So she would likely uh, go ahead and drag him to the bottom of the ocean so he couldn't breathe. Well, uh,
0: But, it,
4: uh, Mr. Paddles, w- would, would that be an issue for this walking shark? Um, sharks already survive under the water.
2: Right, right, right. But most sharks need water to flow over their gills in order to breathe. So oh, she so. would just stack him on the bottom, and then just basically I drown see. him. Unfortunately.
4: I see. keep him, keep him motionless.
2: Yeah, it's more much, like strangulation.
4: Okay, much like I've heard uh, is the situation with Jerry's ex-wife. I'm sorry, did I overstep? This my is, uh,
0: um, you know, I it's it's. Uh, she I, was I she was talking be, to me. Um, personal She's, stories, personal. Um,
2: yeah, um this but is very awkward, so why don't I just bring out my next animal for you? I would, okay? let me, um, just take I would like, I would like to
4: one. say my my children did collect my little kelpies.
2: Mm.
0: Mm. Well, Alrighty.
4: So, okay, let me let
0: me uh, let me let me head back to, to, to skip here, Mr. Paddles. Um while we're while we're stroking the mane of, of this, this kelpie. Mr. Paddles, uh, what what other transmigratory animals are there out there? What are, what, are, what what's going on? Are there? Oh, well, are they, I mean, this is this is a water creature that's moving to land. Are there any land creatures that are moving to air or to? Well, you fire? just had
4: you just had one. Kelpies are uh, horse-like animals that have moved to the mm-hmm. water.
0: Oh, that's a good point. So that is that. says,
4: is, is this a new a new evolution? Uh, well, Kelpies have been around for quite a while, as I understand it. Uh, well, 6th um, and ninth centuries? Uh, yes,
2: that's correct. They've been around since the era of the gales. So they've been around for quite a long time.
4: Whereas, you know, sharks have been around roughly uh, 14, 15 million years. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, 420 million years ago. I just had to do my math right there. Um, uh, other animals... As you know, many humans have taken to the ocean, but they've yet to develop their own method uh, naturally of breathing underwater, but they do use scuba gear. Do you believe and, that the sharks
0: have decided to start walking because they're trying to get in their 10,000 steps? I mean, are they kind of chubby out there, feeling a little bit insecure about... They, they do eat a lot.
4: They do eat a lot. That could be the case. Um, I, I feel like perhaps they're learning to walk to come out here to... Um, They have a bone to pick with us, or I guess in their case, a cartilage to pick with us.
0: Well, Mr. The Pangolin. Yes. I, so what, what are the dietary restrictions of a supervillain?
3: Well, you know, we try not to eat like our actual creature. You see, the Pangolin eats something like seven to 10 ounces of ants or termites. And I have to say, tried it. Didn't much like it, uh, so, you know, I occasionally uh, have a salad and, you know, some hamburgers now and again, uh, you know, little fish on Fridays, no, no, uh, th- th- no problem with your little shark there, uh, but yeah,
2: I eat like pretty much everybody else. Well, that so- sounds like a really healthy diet, actually. Why, thank you. You're welcome. You have uh, to keep what- fit in these days, you know.
0: You, you do look very thi- uh, fit and svelte. I must say, Mr. The Pangolin.
3: Now- well, thank you. I do work out a little. Uh, wearing this 75-pound suit of razor-sharp scales does give you a little bit of a, a backache, I have to say. It does feel a
0: little cumbersome. And in fact, that tail seems to be, like, it looks like it's getting in the way of you actually sitting down. I mean, the the you're really tearing apart that chair. Uh, yes, were, the
3: tail was probably a mistake in the long run. But when I curl up in a ball like this, look- <clears throat> I put up
2: in a ball, and I'm all spiking out. And That's back. so cute. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a good defensive stance. I just love that so much.
0: Well, you're kind of like the roly-poly. You're kind of like the roly-poly of supervillains. Uh,
3: I guess you could say that, but Batman will rue the day that he tries to touch me with my razor-sharp scales. Well, so why? Now, correct me if I'm wrong,
0: but batman Batman does have an arch nemesis called the penguin oh are you yeah. worried about your the pangolin the penguin are
3: you worried about confusion no the penguin wears a top hat and a tuxedo i'm wearing razor shot skills no one will have a problem
0: and you roll up like a roly-poly i think that's actually pretty can you can you actually
3: roll down a hill like a tire uh once it was not pleasant
0: was, was it intentional
3: well, the rolling is good, the stopping,
0: not so much. I see, I see. Well, let's go back to Jean here. Uh, Jean, you've got uh, another little, little critter here.
2: That- yeah, so actually I have two for you guys because oh. one of these you can't actually hold and I'm so, so sorry. So this guy draped around me very delicately is our basilisk. He's one of my favorite little beans but occasionally he gets a little bitey and so I have to be the one handling him. He's very friendly with me. He lives with me and he knows who's boss. So he's going to stay with me and I'm also going to bring out our Egyptian cat which we actually found alive in a mummy's tomb in March that was immediately resealed. But because he was alive we were able to rescue him. Uh, I know he lives in this little drier climate now so we're trying to oil him very often so be careful. He's a little slippery. We did trim his claws today. He's a little grumpy as well but we call him Jojo. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, hello, Jojo. You're you're really cute. Oh, 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 oh! Got a bite. Got a biter here. I'll be careful, Jojo. Here. So, Jo-jo. I have a question about your uh, basilisk. Mm-hmm. Is that where we get basil?
2: No, that's not where we get basil. No, uh, basilisks are a little predatory. They're very, very large snakes found in very rarefied circumstances. We think they're actually the baby pieces of dragons in our world, but we're not quite sure. Either way, they grow to like people after a little while and can bond with them. If you speak, snake speak, uh, which I partially do, my translations are still a little rough, so sometimes there's some tension in the house. But other than that, he just slides around my walls. We have an actual tunnel for him to slide around so he can be happy because he is 14 feet long at this time. He's still an adolescent though, so he'll get real, real long, and soon he'll probably wrap around my house. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, oh! Here, let me let me see. I I want to try. I've been practicing my my uh, snake language. Isn't that called mm-hmm. lamian lamian Lamianese, Lamianese or something like that? Um, you know, me I've me never try. learned the
2: right title because I have so many scientific things in my head. You never know. It, um, you can definitely try, but please be very very careful. He is very temperamental.
0: Okay, I do speak with a little bit of a list, but but.
2: Oh Jerry, no. Uh, Jerry, you, you should stop now. You've just quickly insulted him. That's not okay. He's gonna sit poison what is, at you I, in about I, five I, seconds, okay. so I'm gonna turn him away.
0: Oh no, I'm sorry. Well, I uh, oh okay, okay.
2: Let me get my antidote. Okay, can you wait for just a second? I'm gonna I'm gonna take him and pop him, but just make that, sure that you don't breathe too loudly in the next five seconds or you will die. So hang on tight. I'll go ahead and get that antidote for you. Okay, okay. That
0: did hurt. That hurt a lot it stings i feel it circulating it. through my blood vessels
2: all right jerry so i just need you to breathe this does have to go in your neck so this is just going to happen really quickly can you hang on just a second all right <laughs> mommy mommy okay i need you to breathe okay look at me and breathe
0: wow that and really breathe out. That
2: really helped. There we go. Yeah, yeah we're good. Yeah, awesome. I was making sure you weren't paralyzed forever. All right. That was fantastic. You're such a good patient. Good job with that. But maybe no more snake speak for you. All
4: right. So,
0: okay, let's get back to Skip Paddles here.
2: Mr. Yes,
4: Paddles. Um, I wanted to let you know that uh, for your earlier question, uh, whales and dolphins, seals and manatees all fall into the category of mammals who have attempted to go back to live in the ocean.
0: I see. Oh, interesting, interesting. And they, they actually succeeded in some
4: cases, right? Today they have yet to evolve gills. They still must breathe air where they have to come to the surface. So, uh, but, but, they, they, but they still they live there. Correct. They still live there. They still pay rent there.
0: Yeah. So have, have any, I'm, this is what I'm curious about. We, we, have, we have sea animals that walk. We have land animals that fly. Uh, do we have any animals that have achieved space
4: travel? Hmm. If they have, there's a good chance that they never came back, and that might be why we are unaware of it.
2: Oh, did so- you know about that Gryphon that flew off about 400 years ago? It actually left from Africa, and it flew into space. We haven't been able to find it. Uh, we're not sure it is still alive, but I think it did make it.
4: Some of the uh, astral bodies are based on animals, which would make me believe that perhaps the animals actually flew into space which started the mythology of astrology, astronomy.
2: I love the that others. theory, that sounds great. I mean, it, it makes total sense, doesn't it? Sure.
0: So, Mr. The Pangolin. Yes. Yeah, I believe that, uh, can you talk a little bit more about the connection between pangolins and bats with regard to uh, the coronavirus outbreak?
3: Well, Both of them are used in traditional folk medicines, but uh, we don't actually do any good. Boiling a pangolin scale has actually no pharmaceutical value whatsoever. Um, I think it's kind of ironic that both of these creatures have been used by folk medicine to cure diseases that could be easily cured by regular medicine. And now both of them are, are... prompting a real disease that is causing all sorts of havoc. Perhaps it is Mother Nature's way of gaining revenge. I
0: see, I see.
4: So Jerry, I did have one of my uh, Twitter followers just messaged me and uh, reminded me of Laika the dog who traveled to space, thanks to Russia. And uh, there are space monkeys that you may have heard of. And of course, the, uh, the great space tortoise, which supposedly the earth is balanced upon.
0: Now it's theorized that dolphins will one day leave the planet earth to go to space. I read that I'm, in a book somewhere.
4: I believe I have as well.
0: Okay, we're, it's about time for us to take a break. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor.
2: Ed, the baby's floating again. It's the third time this week.
3: So, what do you want me to do about it?
2: Will you call the experts?
1: Hi, this is George. George Parrish from the Move Like Hell moving company. Do your mirrors creep you out? Does blood pour down your walls? Is your television spontaneously switching to Sean Hannity? Then you need us to move your stuff like hell. Just ask my son.
4: Yeah, whatever, Dad.
1: The Move Like Hell moving company will get you out of your haunted house and into a new one in no time flat. These ghosts are so much friendlier. They offer free babysitting. (laughs) I love
3: the ghost puppies and that ghost maid. Va, 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 boom.
1: Will you be happier in your new place? Eh, there's a ghost of a chance.
4: Cash advance only. No refunds.
0: Welcome back to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I am your host, Jerry McCrary. We have with us Skip Paddles. He's an expert on transmigratory animal specialists. Well, he's actually an expert on transmigratory animals. He's a specialist about that. Then we have the pangolin. He's trying to become Batman's newest arch nemesis. And then we've had Jean Irvine here with some delightful, delightful uh, cryptozoological animals that she's been showing us and we've been getting to learn, learn about close up.
4: So we have some questions
0: uh, coming in from the audience. Uh, I have a phone call here uh, coming in on line one. You're on the air.
2: Hi. Um- I'm writing a report for school. Uh, if I wanted to learn
1: more about walking sharks, where would I look? I think
4: that's for you, Skip. Oh, I'm very glad you asked. I've actually written a book, and that book is already out. It's called Survival of the Finest, and it's all about the evolution of aquatic life to land life.
0: Sounds like there's quite a tale to tell.
4: Yes, I have uh, I'm already working on the sequel it's called Finn Loser Draw.
0: Very good, very good. Well all right. All right, I have a tweet here for the pangolin, Mr. The pangolin. Uh the question is are you
3: planning on having any minions? Well, it's expected that a villain has his minions and I'm going to keep with my theme. I've already got one costume designed to look like an antida and another one to look rather like a porcupine who also has a spiky thing going on, and perhaps maybe a little sidekick who'd be a cute little hedgehog. I, I think that would probably get me started and give us enough pokey, razor-sharp spines and scales to uh, keep Batman busy. What, can, can we get an army of roly-polies? Hmm. That could be, I'll have to think, but that's getting into insects and that's kind of food for me, so I don't know, we're crossing over.
0: Well, that's, that, that's my, you know, I think they would fear you. They would fear you. And I, I, anyway, that's just my request, just because I think they've got kind of a, uh, a formal function. They, they, they kind of, you know what? The minions that you choose are completely up to you. I'm just putting one man's, one man's opinion.
3: I will keep pill buds in mind. Okay.
0: All right. Looks like we have another caller here with a question for Gene Irvine. Uh, you are on the air.
2: Jean, this is Jerry's wife, Mary. What did Jerry say to your basilisk? Well, it's it's rather complicated, actually. Uh, so he talked about the basilisk's mom, and he basically said um, that she was quadrupedal, which is just not OK. And then um, he said that he had very smooth skin, which he takes offense to because he's a scaly creature. He prefers to be a scaly baby. And then he mentioned something about Harry Potter, which I'm not 100% sure what exactly was in there in a book. And the basketballs got very upset uh, because they don't like losing their teeth. And I think that's what happened in the show or the movie or whatever. So um, there were a couple other things in there that are not appropriate for children. So I won't put that out there.
0: Oh, thank you, Gene, and and I'd also like to add that uh, um, I am not a married man. There are seven women out there who claim to be my wife, and all of them were they they've either been annulled or or I proved in a court of law that that it was impossible that I ever could have gotten betrothed to any of them. So there is no legal uh claim to being married to me Uh, all right we have an email here uh uh, for the pangolin yet again so uh Mr. mr the pangolin who is your favorite batman sidekick
3: oh that's a tough one you see there there was robin and then there was the other robin then there was that girl robin and then there was that little little kid robin Um, And then one of the Robins became Nightwing. Um, It's it's a hard choice, but I'm going to have to say Robin. Wow,
0: I didn't see that one coming. I didn't see that one coming. Don't you think they should have a baby Robin by now?
3: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Do they they lay eggs? Uh, What is Robin, actually? He looks kind of like, is he half Robin Hood? Is he a bird? Why does he hang around with the Batman? I don't know.
4: Well, Well, I think he has uh, the...
0: I'm sorry, sir. Uh, Go
4: ahead. Uh, They did have the Baby Muppets, so it would make sense.
0: Well, I think it's after, you know, this happens oftentimes with sitcoms. If it's been on for many seasons,
4: that they'll introduce a baby. Isn't that called jumping the walking
3: shark, Jerry?
4: Mm. (laughs) It would be. and Wouldn't that make it Bat-Baby instead of Batman?
3: Why, yes. Cat-Baby and Penguin-Baby. That would be disgusting.
2: Well, I can't really if, see babies fighting crime. It's just not a thing that's done, is it? I mean, they're supposed to be protected. It's
4: very infantile. I, yeah. I think yeah.
0: I think they would they would solve crimes by being adorable.
3: Hey, holy diaper rash, Batman. You, well,
4: you know we do have baby shark. That's yes. So we'd have
0: baby bats, bat baby, baby Robin baby shark, and uh, yeah, I think it would be adorable. I think we should do it. So, all right. Hey, Jean, it looks like you have one more critter there. Uh, looks like a bunny I rabbit. Uh, is that a bunny rabbit?
2: It's a very cute bunny rabbit, he is very, very special. Now, you may notice that he's turned away from you right now, and that's for your protection. Oh. I just want to let you know that you cannot absolutely do not look him in the eyes. It is not okay. Oh, he is but- the alpha here. He is the dominant, and he is a cute bunny, but Listen, are you ready for this? Oh, I'm so excited. So cute, such a
0: cute little bunny, such a cute little bunny. What's its
2: name? What's his name? He doesn't have a name actually. We were told not to name him that he didn't like that kind of thing because he is the great, 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 great grandson of the killer rabbit from that famous TV movie, Monty Python and the Holy Grail.
0: I love Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So, what's your favorite color? Blue. No, red. (laughs) So cute. Just a flesh wound. Uh, Oh, oh! It seems like it is getting aggressive. Here, let me try to hypnotize it.
2: Please, please, unite him and don't look him in the eyeballs, Jerry. Oh my God! Oh, not to do this. You really shouldn't do this. I can't really get him off of you. I have to wait for him to be done. (laughs) Oh, mommy. Oh my goodness, this is not good. That's like 15 bites right there. Okay, well, come here, little one. Are you happy now? I'm sorry. I know you're the alpha and he didn't respect you and that wasn't okay in any way, shape, or form, but I told him and that's fine. So let's just go back to your cage and let me get a whole bunch of anesthesia, and he stopped breathing. Oh dear,
3: is this still gonna be on if he dies? Batman needs to know about my razor
1: sharp skills. We will take that up with legal, but thanks to Skip Paddles, The Pangolin, Jean Irvine, and all those behind the scenes, Troy Fleur, Les Siebold, Chelsea Kramer, David Coyle, and Wendy Gittleson. And remember to be wary because
2: the world is very... Scary. Now, what's going on here with Jerry? All right. Come on, Jerry. Come on, Jerry. You have to live. This is not that difficult. It's like 15 bites in there to nothing vital. You're not bleeding out. Come on, Jerry. I need you to breathe right now. This is not okay in any way, shape, or form. Don't give up on me, please. You live in an underground bunker. Come on. Survive. Oh, thank God. Okay, well, that's all for now. Um, we'll see you guys next time.